to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we are discussing the 2014 horror film, The Babadook. <sighs> and we'll also just talk a little more about horror films, what makes a good one, maybe go over the genres a little bit. It is Halloween month. So we're doing all scary movies in October. Yes, sir. Dave, have you only been watching scary movies? Tell us what you've been watching. <laughs> no. Yeah, I've, I've been watching some scary things, but uh, most recently I, I went to, I actually went to the movies and uh, saw Black Mass Ooh, with Johnny nice. Depp. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, I, I mean, I was expecting, I was expecting a, a you know, a, a fun gangster movie. And I mean, I, I'd known a lot about Whitey Bulger, but what I got was, uh, it was actually, I'm going to say, one of Johnny Depp's best performances of his career. He's had a lot of good ones. And he's had yeah. a ton of good ones. He just hadn't had, he'd been off the, he'd been kind of like, you know, slumping in the last decade or so. Uh, and I know a lot of people have turned off to him because uh, yep. he's been like just working with Tim Burton, doing weird things for a long time, <laughs> which is, you know, whatever. I still which love. have been good. Exactly. But... They've been okay. I like Sweeney Todd a lot. Uh, yeah. You know what? It's and I watched Pirates of the Caribbean one not too long ago. I think that's a great fun film. That one holds up, and he does a great Jack Sparrow. Yep, that's He's right. Fantastic. He sure is. But that was kind of where people thought it was like that. That was where it ended. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It should have ended there. Right. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, Black Mass is an excellent movie. I've only heard good things about this film. Yep, it's it's really awesome. Um, and it's not just him either. Uh, there, there's um, there's a lot of great performances in it. Um, Jesse Plemons is in it. He played Todd in Breaking Bad. Oh, that's right. Meth Damon. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Meth Damon. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Dakota Johnson's in it, and uh, Joel Edgerton, and uh, Adam Scott from Parks and Rec. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's in it. He's playing... usually a comedy guy. Exactly. And there he is, you know, with a mustache. Great. Right. Great. He's got the chops, dude. <laughs> that's right. I also watched Moonrise Kingdom recently. Uh, I've been wanting to watch that. Yeah. I've been looking at that. Today I was looking up a bunch of Wes Anderson stuff. Cool. Right, right, right. <laughs> I forgot he did Bottle Rocket. Yeah, that I was, was I like, wow, was I watched one. Bottle Rocket. That was right. his first film. Mm-hmm. Didn't even realize it. Yep. Yep. Holy crap. Uh, what have I been watching? I did watch a scary movie. I watched Scream 4. Oh. Um, I rented it from the local library, as I do. <laughs> really? And um, it's a pretty good movie. Is this? Pretty good. I would say it's better than 2 and 3. Okay. One caveat, my copy was kind of skipping a little bit. Oh. So, <laughs> at the end of the movie, when everything's being revealed, it was kind of skipping around. Oh, God. So, I'd see, uh, they're like... No, don't let them in. They're the murderer. No, let me in. You know, it's pretty much like the first movie. Yeah, yeah. But um, it wasn't too bad. Okay. I enjoyed it. I wish I would have seen exactly the reveal. Yeah. Uh, instead of before it and slightly after it. <laughs> right. But um, it, it was all right. It was all right. I, I wish I mean I, I stopped at part three I I I've I've saw part I've seen Scream Four on the, on the shelf at Family Video every time I walk in there and I, I never pick it up and you know what I was worried about it um, rehashing a lot of stuff yeah and it, it kind of does that's kind of what the franchise does yeah of course it does uh, right and it's very meta the yeah. franchise as a whole it's just oh, a yeah. meta franchise exactly so they're poking fun at everything and they do it in a lot of new ways that you don't expect which I thought was pretty good yeah and at the intro. I I got like a minute in. I was like, this is really, really bad. Oh. I'm going to turn it. I almost turned it off. Right. And then it turns out they're watching Stab. And oh. it like comes out. And then it turns out. <laughs> I guess I'll spoil it. <laughs> then the people they pulled out on are also watching a Stab movie. And wow. it pulls out again. 
and uh, they got me. They got me. They went into an infinite so regression. So it was a really bad intro. Holy crap. And then it came out to a kind of bad intro, and then it came out to an okay intro. <laughs> okay. <So laughs> that was pretty clever. Right. <laughs> um, I also watched um, The Wind Rises. Has, have you seen this? No, I it's, haven't seen um, that one. 2013. It's a Studio Ghibli film. Okay. Um, it's very different from the rest of their stuff, the right. Miyazaki stuff. Right. Very different. There's no fantasy involved or huh. anything. There's some dream sequence stuff, but that's the most fantasy it gets. It's basically a, a almost a biography of this guy who designed the Pearl Harbor bombers for Japan. Wow. Um, and it's pretty good. And um, but it's not if you're expecting Spirited Away yeah. or something else like that, you're you're not gonna get that. Not even close. But it's a great film. It's it's actually quite depressing, though. Uh, well, I mean, he, I was, he's... I was very morose. I bet. 24 yeah. hours after watching okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the first time he's tackled... Um, I mean, like, uh, Grave of the Fireflies is definitely is World War II stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, and that also leaves you uh, absolutely destroyed. Yep, you and know? he has a fascination with uh, aviation, too. Sure, So, like, right. most of his films have themes of yep. flight yep. and that sort of nature. But uh, I would recommend it. It lost... Best picture, not best picture, best animated picture uh-huh. to Frozen in 2013. Oh, well, um, uh, boy. And Frozen is a great movie. Okay. I don't, you don't watch a lot of animation, do you? Yeah, I have not recent animation, yeah. Me having a six-year-old, I've seen a lot of it. And, of uh, course. Frozen definitely kind of deserved that. I think it was a return to form for Disney. Really? Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of crap before that. that so it's uh, better than the Miyazaki film? They're very different. You can't, can't even compare them. Okay. But, um... I think it was a it was worthy. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. <laughs> do you want to be happy or do you want to be sad? That's basically, right. what do you want to do? <laughs> um, okay. So let's talk about um, some scary stuff now. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You know, Scream Four. Yeah. Amateur hour. Let's yeah. talk about horror movies in general. Horror movies. Right. As Ludacris would say. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So. Dave, what, to you, like, what makes a good horror movie? What makes a good horror movie is something that, that, um, that, that stays with you long after you have, uh, stopped watching it. Like, where you, um, are, I guess, filled with dread and you're, and you, you have to be, I guess, invested in it. Um, mm-hmm. you have to, even if you don't really care about the characters, if if you're imagining whatever's happening in the movie happening to you and that frightens you, then it's an effective horror movie. Right. Whether it's someone with a knife killing horny teenagers. Sure. Uh, an evil spirit possessing somebody. Yes. Different things affect different people. Yes. Um, and I think that... that uh, like it, it, it's weird that that an evil spirit possessing people doesn't scare you anymore. Uh, for some reason, it scares I, me. It, well, it still I mean, scares me. It, it only scares you when it's done effectively. That's true. That's you know? true. And and then that's I should I should qualify. There has that, been you know? a surplus of yeah. bad possession films in the last decade. And I mean, when when they're done badly, you can't really figure out what it is they're doing badly. Like, why isn't this working? Because you're showing me imagery that that, that has scared me in the past. So why isn't this doing it? Do you think it's because we've just seen it too many times? We're like kind of over it. Uh, maybe, maybe so. I mean, I, I, and maybe they're maybe because they're they're being very uh that well they, they they they've all they've all copied those same techniques. Right. You know, like like now a, a possessed girl is like. 
the girl from the ring. Yeah, like J horror. Exactly. She's right. like all blurry. <laughs> yes, exactly. She, she's, and she's like an old TV set. Yes. You know? And she's crab walking somewhere, <laughs> you know, and and it and it's and it's right. in weird motion. You know, it's um I I mean, and yeah, it, it's it still definitely scares me, the whole idea of evil spirits. But um like and, and I guess that's why it's effective, is because if 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 that is real, then that must mean that like God is real. Um, yeah. and so it, it kind and of, you know, devil. and the devil is real, yeah. which, you know, that, that, that's certainly, you know, if, if you, if you were to make that discovery in your life, uh, to where something like that was confirmed, your whole life is different. Your whole life has changed. Right. Exactly. I mean, you know, I know now that, that these forces I've been told about actually exist and now I have to fight against them. Uh, forget about it. You, you know, know what scares me a lot? It's, uh, the unknown is yeah. very frightening to me. Uh, mm. like, uh, Jaws, for example. Okay. You don't know what's in the water down there. Yeah, you're right. Uh huh. That right. scares the shit out of me. Absolutely. And it's not just because of Jaws. I've always had a, this slight phobia of being in deep water because I can't control what's under me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know. And I am not as fast as what could be under me. I mean, like <laughs> the, the the creatures that could lurk down there. Right. Um, uh, it's a sense of being helpless. Yes. Also, helplessness. Yes. Yeah. Uh, paranoia right these things they like you said there's uh-huh. some, it's something uh, like visceral almost that's absolutely inside of you on like a humanity level like yeah a basic human level something might be violated you know when, when you watch like 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 documentaries on discovery channel about like you know sort of a you know deep sea uh, expeditions or whatever yeah. and and you see them kind of go down over a ridge and then over oh, over God. that ridge is just like this blackness <laughs> right. that, that just goes on forever and you i mean like yeah that that really that really i just gotta go <gasps> You know, like, like you can feel that water crushing you, yes, you know, and yes. then, and then God only knows what's behind that rock over there. Oh yeah. You know, uh, Kraken, you know, yep. Bad, bad shit. Some weird teeth filled monsters. Yes. That's you know, a <laughs> Leviathan of some monsters are scary. Yes. <laughs> teeth filled monsters, dude. <laughs> Hashtag that one. Hell yeah. Holy man. shit. <laughs> But as far as like what makes a good one, I mean, like if if I, I I implore everybody who listens to this show and us included to someday like look up Roger Corman on internet move on IMDb yeah and um, and like read all of his producer credits. There are four hundred and nine of them. Yes. Um, Roger Corman is everybody's hero, and rightly so because he's a he's a great force in American cinema. Yep. But um. He just likes making money. Exactly. <laughs> I think that that's his main yeah. thing. That that's why he makes seven movies a year, um, and most he, of them aren't that great. And most of them are the opposite of what we're talking about today. Yes, uh, they are <laughs> scary movies that have no scares. Um, and we're talking bad B movies. Holy here. crap! It's it's Mansquito level. You know, <laughs> like I mean, you know, <laughs> that's some serious shit. It right? sure is. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh my god! I, uh, yeah, uh, Carnosaur is not scary. Carnosaur you know? scared me when I was ten. Oh, di- okay. Well, it did. Well, all right. I, and part two, and three, and four. <laughs> I was. I rented them all, man. Right. <laughs> you know the, the 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 cover, the box cover at yeah. the rental store is what would sell me on those movies. You oh know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You just see that. Oh, that dinosaur is gonna eat somebody. I mean, dude, I, I used to go through the horror section in video stores when I was a kid and just look at the back of the boxes you know and be freaked out. Pumpkinhead yeah. scared the shit out of me. Right. That, that box cover. Right, right. Never rented it, and then I saw it on Sci-Fi Channel many years later, and 
That movie is pretty damn good, if you ask me. Oh, I like Pumpkinhead's a good it movie. It scares yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think it's very well done. Right. Lance Henriksen is, is great in it. He's yeah. terrifying yep. in that movie. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that his boy dies and all this stuff. And, <laughs> right. You know, spoiling Pumpkinhead here, he becomes the Pumpkinhead <laughs> yeah. at the end. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's pretty good. Right. You know, right. it's got this little morbid ending. Uh-huh. I love that about lots of horror films. Not, I don't want a happy ending. Yeah. Um... Happy endings are okay, right? But more often than not, if if it's a bleak ending, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a bad ending. Like bad shit happens, right? It could just be be bleak, right? I think that's far more effective because it yeah. leaves you in this state of oh shit, right? Everything's fucked up, and I don't know what to think now. This isn't over, yeah. You oh, know, yeah, you're not gonna believe this, right? You know, <laughs> and, and it's not like it's you, not setting up a sequel, right? Go exactly. Ahead. The whole setting up a sequel thing, yeah, that kind of stinks. That's but bullshit. like, but when you um. But, but yeah, when 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 the the battle is won, but but you know that like some okay, this is you know this this person's life is going to go on this way, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and, and I, I guess that that kind of like leads us into the whole effective thing. Um, when you're a kid, the reason it scares you is because you can't handle those themes. Like you, you're not fully developed yet, so you don't really understand reality. Um, and when anything is is um, I guess. An- something that something is unrealistic you, you just you, you just can't really comprehend what's going on so whatever's happening in front of you on that screen is happening to you in that moment and you know you're not going to sleep for and <laughs> I, I, I i as adults we watch these things so that we can have those experiences again for some reason even though right. when we were kids we, we we just like you know it it, it just wrecked us for weeks um mm-hmm. we we, we want to get back there for some reason yep uh, I don't know why. Some people love it. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Uh, some people hate it, though, man. I know. Some people hate it. Right. Um, hopefully, the listeners here aren't the haters. Right. Because this whole month is horror movies. Horror movies. Ludicrous <laughs> style. And uh, we're, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back, and we're going to discuss the Babadook. Duck. <sighs> Welcome back to Dudes on Movies. We are going to review 2014's The Babadook Australian film. Dave, why don't you tell people a little bit what it's about? Yes, well, this movie is um, about uh, a single mother who is trying to raise her child, and the child is unmanageable. Um, he gets in trouble at school a lot and, you know, is kind of, uh, you know, he, he's, he's a handful and she finds out why he is the way he is uh, at some point in the film. And it's because he's being haunted by this uh, very sinister ghost uh, called who calls himself Mr. Babadook. Mm-hmm. Um, he is uh, from a children's story. 
and this is some scary shit. You know, it just really is. And we're going to get into it. You know, yeah. let's just get the hell. Let's get into it. You know, yeah, like the Babadook. Right. The titular character is the ghost spirit thing. Yes. Entity. Whatever, whatever right. we determine it to be. Right. Through the course of this discussion is what's causing all the problems here. Yep. You could say. Right. Um, you could say, yes. Yes. Um, like Dave said, she's a single mother. Uh-huh. Uh, her name's Amelia. Sam is her boy. Uh-huh. And the movie opens up with pretty much the driving force. What's making this happen? Um, her husband dies on the way to the hospital to deliver the baby. Right. Um and now she's living with the son alone six years later and all this stuff's going on. She's working sort of menial jobs um, in this, in this like... A nursing home. Exactly. Yeah. Um, just cleaning up after old folks and stuff. And it's, it's not real rewarding work. And she's very stressed out. Um, the kid is really hard to handle. And, um, and she's miserable. I mean, she, she, is, she is not in... She, her life is... is she has not a moment of joy, really, you right. know, throughout um, the days. And it, it like sh- you can just see it in her face. Oh yeah, almost all the time. Right. She doesn't want to be around her son. Right. She can't even interact with people because mm-hmm. of this traumatic event that's happened to her. Yes. Uh, there's one point her sister saying something like, "You need to move on from this," and she's like, "I don't talk about it. I don't. <laughs> I don't do anything with it. Right. I'm moving on." Right. That's not moving on. No, right it's there. not. That is no. No. That is not moving on. She is wallowing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's been stuck this way for six years. That's right. Uh, she's alienated herself from her family, her sister, co-workers. There's one guy at work that's trying to put the Mac on her. Kinda. He is. Exactly. Um, yeah. Very pathetically. And he sees what's happening between the mom and the son. Like yep. how their life is fucked up and he kind of gets out of town. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he he kind of just sees the writing and he's just like, okay, this is too much for me. Right. And this movie, ultimately, it's about the relationship between the mother and the son. Yeah. Sam and Amelia. Yeah. Um, and this, this little boy, just let me say this, he does, this actor, this is not the kid from Bloodsport. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> this kid, his name is Noah Wiseman. <laughs> he is phenomenal. There are he kills so, this. Th- there are so few child actors like who can who are capable of this kind of performance. This is a very taxing performance. Absolutely, for anyone. Yes, let alone a six-year-old kid. He's incredible. Uh, the way he throws fits, the way he contorts his body. Yeah. There's a scene where he has a seizure yep. in the car, and right. he, utter utter terror. Yeah. Came over me. Absolutely. Just, and it. It wasn't even like that scary of a scene. Like the this movie, it doesn't set up scares. No, it just covers you with a constant blanket of like fear. <laughs> I know it doesn't let up once. It From never the wanes. Start, no, this movie does not let up at no. all. And people say that about movies, like it. Oh man, the action doesn't let up. Yeah, three stars. <laughs> right? No, this movie opens up with a sense of dread. Right, and it ends with a sense of dread. And then there's one second of no dread at the very end. That's pro- about how the movie ends. And it's and it's false. I mean, th- th- that's yeah. a false moment of no dread God. because they're just pretending there isn't dread. I wrote down. There's one joke in this movie. Lots of horror films have jokes uh-huh. to you know clear the air and stuff. Yeah. You know, ooh, that was great. Oh right. man, I got a chance to catch up, uh-huh. catch my breath. Not this movie. There's one joke in the like the last minute. Um, he says <laughs> he. 
what does he say? He says, I broke her nose in two places. Talking about how he yeah. pushed his cousin out of a window or something. Sure, right. <laughs> Which, that's not that funny. It's not really. <laughs> but and the way he says it makes yeah. it funny. Um, but uh, man, this movie, you can't get a break. There's only other one, there's one other moment of levity, and even that is broken up by uh, by the relentless... Uh, you know horror that, that that's all throughout this thing. It's when she when she thinks she has a moment to herself and she goes to uh, Shebop when- with the vibrator <laughs> and uh, Shebop, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he walks in on her. Sam, you know, interrupts. I didn't it. find that funny. I fo- found that terrifying. Did you? Okay, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just the way it's put together, though. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, it could have been funny, right? But the way, like, wow, just. All right, the the way this film is put together, also yeah, like there's quick cuts, yeah, lots of editing, mm-hmm. um, which really sets the tone, like the vibe, how fast pa- it moves fast. Oh yeah, it flies by. It moves really fast, and every scene is fast. Mm-hmm. There's except for except for some, um, there's lots. That's great. Like they they have only fast shots, and then like slow shots. Not right. like not like car chase fast shots. No, but they're quick cuts, uh, fast dialogue, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then they're juxtaposed with these long, like silent shots of right. like them sitting there or something. Right. Like, it's pretty effective with icy stares. Icy stares. Um, oh my god! And I mean, you know, and and they even use uh, certain like like kind of uh, I, I guess for for financial reasons even they probably you know they did it this way like the, those those techniques that animate Mr. Babadook. Um, like the special effects the are storybook. Like, yeah, yeah. What when I mean when 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 she tears that book apart. And destroys it. It's a pop-up book. It's a with pop-up these black book. and white, uh, you know, Tim Burton-esque. Really unsettling very, images. You know, yeah, unsettling um, pop-up book. And, and the, the, of the a hooded, cloaked figure exactly, the, coming the, out of his closet. The Babadook has yeah. a he. He's he. He kind of. It's like a silhouette of Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Um, and you know he has and he has long claws. And and when when she destroys that book, when she rips it in little pieces, and then it reappears on the doorstep, you mm-hmm. know, reassembled. Yeah. Um, and she opens it up, and when the Babadook shows himself in the pop-up and reveals that that she um like it reveals her and the pop the 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 story has changed yes the story is completely different right and he is showing her that you're gonna break this dog's neck right um i mean and you know you're gonna break this dog's neck right you're gonna stab your son you're gonna stab your son right yeah Mm -hmm. um that sequence there that i think that was the one that actually got me like like we're as an as a thirty as a thirty eight year old man, uh-huh. I was I was actually scared watching a movie. Right. You know, and and, and I mean, I, I got I got I no shame in saying it. You know, it looked this movie worked. Yeah. It, it was an actually scary horror movie, and it was with construction paper. Right. You know, incredible. Yeah. You know, a little bit of a little bit of red marker and construction paper. Yeah, and this movie, being a father of a six year old. Oh my god. Who's I, also I, had. Uh, Social emotional issues. I thought of you the whole time. Um, this hits pretty close to home. I bet, especially in in the ways she feels towards her son. Sometimes, like I love my son, but sometimes I'm just like, man, just leave me alone for two minutes, yeah, dude. Just yeah. for two minutes, come on, right? And that's her life. She's with him twenty four seven almost when she's not at work, and uh, she resents him so much. Absolutely, like, I don't resent my son, but I get these urges that she has to like just get away oh yeah and the way she says stuff to her i'm like i've said something like that to landon before not like when she says well why don't you eat shit <laughs> i've never said that to my son <laughs> exactly. that'd be but, terrifying uh, right that yeah. scene wow like, i know 
she says that to her son. She hasn't slept in weeks, probably, yeah. and he's bugging her. I'm hungry. Right. And she's trying to sleep, turns around. Well, why don't you eat shit? It, it, it's jaw-dropping that a mother would say that to her son. It knifes right through um, you. I've thought about saying stuff like that. What's been on your mind, but, certainly, yeah. yeah. Like, just leave me alone. Right. But no, you don't do that. Right. That fucks that kid up. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Her, her issues... They both have issues. Oh, man. Um, they are both fucking up each other pretty hard in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I describe it as the way I've described other situations I've encountered in life, and my, my fiance will will probably chuckle at this because she knows what I'm actually referring to is this dysfunction snake eating itself. Okay. Um, where it, it's just this house that with, with people in it, young and old, who have no idea how to relate to each other, they don't really understand their feelings for each other. And now you mix in with that, this uh, spiritual entity that uh, wants to exacerbate the problem. And mm-hmm. it could obviously at any point just kill you. But instead, the Babadook wants to wants to mess with you a little bit and really, you know, like frighten you to death before he actually drives the knife in. Right. Um, which like th- that, that, that to me is uh, is kind of the definition of effective horror, uh, yeah. a, a spirit that, that wants to fuck with you first before it actually kills you. Right. You know, like, like just torture you to madness so that you, uh, so that your brain just detonates b- before he actually drops the blade. Right. You know, like, like that's what Freddy Krueger would do. He, yeah. Uh, he, he, <laughs> right. he would fuck with you hard. That's right. And cra- a suck he, face. Well, there's a lot more jokes in that movie. Those movies are way more. Right. Um, Okay, so here's what I want to talk about. Let's get into the meat yeah. now. Um, we've given a pretty good idea of how the film feels and the general what's going on, but <laughs> do, do you think the Babadook is actually a spirit or is it some kind of representation of their mental issues? Uh, I, I think that... Um... Well, I hadn't considered it until you just said okay. it. Uh, but I, 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 to me, it was real. Uh, but yeah, you bring up an interesting okay. theory. Yeah, definitely. I've seen this twice now. Okay. The first time coming through, I thought, okay, because they they do let it, it. To me, it feels like this is all in their heads mm-hmm. for most of it. Okay. And then towards the end, there's a lot of like real. There's physical stuff happening. Yeah. And you. It's hard to argue that that's all in their heads, right? But um, I'm thinking about it. It could be. I I don't know. I mean, they, I, they'd I, have it's to, hard to hard to say. They'd have to be having the like a, a common hallucination, I guess. Right. And and I think that the the reason like the way I, the reason I still feel it's real is because like when when she, you know, when when the spirit has completely overtaken her, uh-huh. and and he's uh he he gets her he somehow like overtakes her and chains her in the basement. The sun, yeah. yeah. Uh, the trapped. son, exactly. Yeah. The son traps her because he knows he has to, like, you know, release her from this demon. Um, and uh, when she vomits up, yeah, the black tar vomit that right. comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel like that is, uh, I, I well, but I guess I guess you could still call that symbolism. You know, maybe it is like a a, a some kind of disease. I, I yeah, maybe okay, maybe. But yeah, you no, know, I see your point though. Like, yeah. that's a really strange physical. Oh yeah. Uh, manifestation right something i hadn't seen before yeah like that 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 is just so unusual that would not you wouldn't puke black tar (laughs) right (laughs) i mean i don't know if it was all in your head no 
Right. And then and also the ending. Here's here's the ending, folks. Uh-huh. Um the the Babadook ends up living in the basement. Yeah. They they keep it down there. Right. And they feed it worms. Yeah. They um, dig up some worms to feed it to. Them. Th- this was the only problem I had with the movie. I didn't like the ending. Okay. I didn't like how it's trapped down there because and it's because I thought the whole time this is some kind of like mental disorder yeah in their heads but yeah. now it's actually this presence that's in the basement and they're feeding it if they weren't feeding it i could still make the argument that it's it's just in their heads but they're giving it food like and it shows the food it sucks the food out or something into the corner well but um, you could still argue that it's in their heads because you, you, you know how after she after she vomits up the spirit and um and they decide what to do from now on is we're going to keep it in the basement and everything and the whole like color palette of the movie changes yes the, um it's their house is pure gray yes the whole movie which gunmetal throughout the exact design choice and i yeah. didn't even catch it till like halfway through i'm like there's something off about this house. Right, like, what is it? Like, it's like primer. I'm like, oh, everything's the same color. Like, it's all <laughs> right. these grays. Exactly. And then when they have his birthday party at the end, um, when right. it's it's outside and it, and it's uh, it and and I. I and that's why I'm saying is that is that it's almost like you you could still argue that it's in their heads because it becomes like David Lynch stuff, where um, there's this there's this veneer of sanity. Uh huh. And she kind of excuses herself just to go down and feed the Babadook in in the um right in the basement. Uh, it it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not that it's not still in her head that that, that now they're just pretending to be sane because they've been through this visceral experience. Right. And like, well, the one thing about that is like they both know it's down there. Yeah. Like, I feel like this. I felt the Babadook was the mother's. Um. Just her dead husband issues that okay. she has, yeah, and she's worked through them, right, right. And now she has a better life with her son, and but like her son also knows they're down, the Babadook's down there, so like they both know it's down there. So I don't feel like it can completely just be in her head if the son's also, yeah, you're know, right, you're right. He has unless, like you said, they have some kind of shared thing going yeah, on, right. I guess uh, they both suffered the same loss. They so did. It's I mean, the, he you know, was—he wasn't born yet, though. Well, so, that's true. Like, yeah, you're right. She was in love with him. Uh, right. He, she, you could tell he was her world, and she didn't even have the baby yet. That's so, true. Like everything yeah. she loved in this world was instantly taken from her, right, and replaced with something new. Wow. Well, you're wow. Okay. Well, that's even, even though like you know a mother loves their baby while they're of course in there, right but, like, right I, right. I, I don't, something like this happens, you know. Yeah. I don't, you don't know what's going to happen. It complicates things yeah. greatly. Yeah. <sighs> I know. This film is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty heavy, folks. Damn fine movie, right? Um, but it is. Yeah, it's oh, it's it it's uh it it'll it'll get on you. Whether it and you know what this is one thing great about horror films too. What makes a great one? Some ambiguity. Mm-hmm. I love that about yeah. a film. Ambiguity yeah. is great. Right. This is one of the most unpleasant movies I've ever sat through. It's, um, it's pretty uneasy. Yeah. yeah. Like like you you really have to be. Uh, like you, you kind of have to, you know, and it's, I don't mean like having a strong stomach cause there's, there's not, there's, there's oh. no gore whatsoever in this movie. It's all just this atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that will like, I guess it's anything like we were talking about in the, in, in the first segment, anything that, that can make you kind of understand what it would really mean to be insane, right. to actually lose your mind and not be in control of, of what you physically were capable of, right. uh, is, is terrifying. And this movie actually does it through some pretty strong acting, both from 
the the this Noah Wiseman yeah, kid yeah. and Essie Davis who gives I I have Essie I mean Davis. she is a fantastic actor. The scenes when she goes crazy mm-hmm. and has the knife right and is coming for her son right is some of the greatest. Um, I'm crazy. Yeah, I am gonna kill you. I know acting I've ever seen. Absolutely. Yeah. God, we're it, it, talking Jack Nicholson. Oh yeah, it, it's here. it's on that level. Yeah, this is the shining level. Yep, of crazy, gonna kill my family. And I, I'd argue that she's scarier than Jack Torrance. Me too. You know, me too. Because holy shit, I mean, you know, she she is like, the, 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 there's nothing about it that it, there's never a, there's never a false note in anything she does. Yep. Um, and it and it sticks with you. Quite quite a terrifying film. Yeah, right, <laughs> um, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, man, this this movie's great mm-hmm. um one thing i wanted to mention uh-huh. was when i was emailing you yeah i typed babadook and it wanted to auto correct it to barbados nice so, uh, <laughs> totally different um <laughs> yeah dude well good news ten, a decade from now it won't it won't auto correct babadook uh, because hopefully the Babadook will have you know like grown in the culture, right? And it'll just be part of the lexicon. This was a this is a sleeper hit, folks. Yes. Like it came in under the radar. Yep. Um, and if you still haven't seen this and you like scary movies, I definitely recommend this. It's I would uh, recommend this hard. Yeah, I I would also strongly recommend it. It's um it it's one of the greatest horror movies I've ever seen. It's one of the best horror films I've seen in an, a. A decade. Oh yeah, me too. I mean, I, I I can't stress enough like like how rare it is that a movie actually scares you, right. and and this one, that may, 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 and I I can't really like. Well, I can put my finger on why because we've just discussed it. Um, right. It, it, it it's it it is a huge achievement. Yeah. You know, great stuff. And uh, I will never watch this again. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, no, I I I understand that. Yeah, already. yeah, I'm exactly. Good. Yeah, yeah. We had to watch it for the project. And, I might, I might and, watch know. it five, ten years down the road. Sure, who knows? Right, but, um, right. I'm good for a while on yeah. the Babadook. Um, <laughs> and and I guess before we wrap up, I'd like to know if if you can figure it out. Like like, I I'd like to take you back to uh 1994 or okay. thereabouts. Okay. Okay. Think of you as a ten year old. All right. If you had seen the Babadook, how damaged would you have been by it? Probably pretty damaged. Okay. Probably. Yeah. Because I remember watching movies that were far less scary. Sure. Far less terrifying than this film. Yes. And being scared out of my fucking mind. I Okay. I'm glad you said yeah. it because I, I felt the same way. I was also freaked out when I was 10 years old by um by a couple other different movies yeah. that that are not on the level of the Babadook. No. Um I can't imagine how like annihilated I would have been by this movie if I had seen it at a, as a kid. This is not a kid movie. No. <laughs> at all. No. No. And I'm 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 usually a a person who says, you know, if the parents think it's all right, then go with it, but <laughs> right. I would I would not show this to my 6-year-old. I would not show to my 10-year-old. Right. You get into the teens, maybe. You got to be in high school to you watch got, this movie. Yeah, right. yeah, that's a good part, a good spot. To, to, sure. That's a good jumping off point. You know? right. <laughs> if you're unsure, 14, 15 years old. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. Jeez. Right, right, right. Um, okay, so <laughs> I guess that about wraps things up here. Um, if you like what you heard, please like and subscribe to our show. We are on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. 
Stitcher Radio. We're all over the place. Just look for Dudes on Movies. And also you can go to dudesonmovies.com to find all kinds of info and all of our episodes. Yes. Uh, and also hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Just uh, look for Dudes on Movies. And uh, we also have an email address, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. We would like to hear from uh, all the listeners that we have. Um, just send us anything, an email on any subject uh, you want. It could be movie. We, we'd prefer movies, but if you just want to tell <laughs> us a story about your life, we'll... we'll, right. we'll, t- we'll Entertain that as well. Yeah, tell you know? us some scary stories. Exactly. Yeah, tell <laughs> spin us a scary yarn, please, because I'd, yeah, I'd yeah. like to. You know, of course, I, I want to hear this stuff. Maybe it'll be a great movie. Uh, who day. knows? Exactly. Who knows? <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So next time on the show, we will be watching 2009's The House of the Devil, continuing <sighs> our Halloween month here. So until next time, on behalf of Dave and myself, we are your dudes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you.